0: what's going on everybody tanner lee here the kicking out podcast and i am thrilled to be joined today by plugo he is (laughs) (laughs) see see the little pronunciation there on the name uh he is the host of the between two beards and for exposure podcast which is part of the love wrestling brand how are you doing this evening
1: I'm doing well. Way to pick up on the uh, the uh, Sue uh, version of my name, but I love it. It's it's awesome. Yeah, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. I'm psyched to be here, man.
0: Yes, yes. For everybody <laughs> that doesn't know there, it's actually Plugo It's how you <laughs> pronounce it. By But, but uh, Plugo is the little bit that uh, Sue Trent's mom maybe threw over, in there a
1: little bit. Over the, the last few years that I've been going by Plugo, it's been called a few different things. So... <laughs> You you learn to ro- roll with it in this business, you know. I'd rather them say my name wrong than not say my name at all. Got to lean into the gimmick, right? That, that's right, hundred <laughs> percent. Well, once again, thanks for
0: taking some time out of afternoon to, to yeah, join no me problem. and just talk some wrestling. Um, well, first off, I saw you were at an exciting event yesterday—the Black Label Pro event over
1: in Illinois. Oh yes, Lambleton. That was such a that was such a good time. Um, well, independent wrestling on your Saturdays. So it was in Chicago, and I'm only about an hour and a half, hour 45 from there. So I said, why not make the trip? Sean Ross Sapp, a friend of the Between Two Beards, uh, was wrestling. I didn't want to miss that. And uh, Shaza, friend of LPW, so I had to go out and support them. Plus, I just love Black Label Pro. I think they don't get enough love for how Fun. they make their events and how much they put into those and it was just a really fun time they were really cool they let me uh record for exposure on location last night or yesterday morning which was really nice of them very cool of them to let me in just a little old me so yeah i had a really fun time and it was a good good card too lots of fun good gangrel was there yeah sold that on
0: the on the on the poster yeah
1: <laughs> every time i see that guy pop up i'm like he's still going good for him Good oh, group,
0: he, so one of the best there is as far as uh teachers out there so i'm yeah. glad he's still going
1: yeah so i got to see gangrel <laughs> wrestling 2023 what a wild what a wild scene <laughs> oh we'll get into talking about 2023
0: in the year oh, yeah. here in a bit oh uh, yeah know, 2022 was wild and 2023 said here hold my beer
1: <laughs> that's right that's right but and it's not yeah. even over yet there's still oh, a
0: month he, to go he, that, that's a great point we 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 probably have some <laughs> other crazy things about to about to happen now so yeah, we'll see uh, but yeah that that's cool though I, I i know they've really been hyping up the sean ross app and shaza match yeah. shaza mckinsey match so Man. i was uh, glad that went down that was really cool everything <laughs> all proceeds go into a good cause there yeah, at
1: nomi.org for mental health they raised over six thousand dollars so shout out to them um shout out to sean ross app for Doing that, I mean, he took all of his money that they were offering to pay him to be there. He put it towards the good fun. He wrestled. It was a good. It was a good match for his first match in like six years. I had a really good time. I mean, I also got to see Violences Forever versus Bang and Matthews to cap the night. What a what a tag team matchup that was! If anybody has Fight Plus, go out of your way and check out uh, Slamilton from yesterday. It was so good. Yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. So.
1: Well, let's talk about kind
0: of your uh, pro wrestling fandom background a little bit. So, what got you interested in pro wrestling, and about what age?
1: Uh, I think, like a lot of us, it was. I was. I'm going to show my age on this podcast a little bit. I was a kid. It was Monday Night Wars era.
0: I was a I was a, I was a
1: WCW kid. Growing up because it was on an hour earlier and it was longer. So I thought more wrestling. That's the move, right? Not, doesn't matter. Three hours supposed to two. Um, so I just remember growing up as a kid, like my sister was, I was me, my brother's sister. I was the oldest. She would watch seventh heaven at (laughs) seven o'clock every day or whatever it was. And I had to sit there and wait for that to be over because this is also the time where you didn't have a TV in every room or device in your hand. You had sure. to wait. So we had to sit there like this. Just pissed. <laughs> can I stay pissed on this podcast? Oh, you can stay it's open open book. I, I was, was way long. pissed off back in the day. <laughs> I had to sit there 7:58, 7:59 we we kick it over to nitro. Me and my brother, um we would wrestle around, try to imitate the moves, broke a bunch of stuff. My mom bless her heart <laughs> it's oh, not yeah. Happy. Uh, so yeah that's kind of where it started then you know the monday night wars kicked off the attitude of DX, all that kind of stuff really made me just like as a kid kind of fall just like in love with it and then of course i think like some of us when you get to that teenage years and those late teens you kind of fall a little bit out of it um i i, I still like paid attention but i wasn't like i had to be at the tv every week because you know I'm out. I'm being a teenager, out living life, doing my thing, whatever it may be. And honestly, like what got me like where we're at now, where it's just like I'm all deep dove in, is I had kids, and I'm home all the time now, Mm
0: -hmm. and I need Mm -hmm.
1: something to do. So I started started putting on Monday Night Raw, watching Monday Night Raw again, getting more acclimated. This is around the time CM Punk was like at his peak, and I just, I'm sure we'll talk about him, but that's my guy. That was my yeah. guy, CM Punk. I was like, I'm in. And then we've hit the ground running ever since.
0: <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, I can kind of relate to that. I mean, I, I grew up Monday Night Wars era. <laughs> and then actually I was pretty darn young towards the late 1990s. I'm sure my age here a little bit, but it's to where... My parents, it was getting so edgy. My parents kind of made me stop watching for a little bit. So, and then I think I picked it up again, about 03-ish. Yeah. oh 0- through 06. Then kind of those high school teenage years took a break a little bit. And then yep. in college, I was flipping through channels and saw that Dwayne The Rock Johnson was back on Monday Night Raw. This would have been 2011. And ever since then, I've hooked Ryan's I- secret again.
1: I don't know how it is for kids now, but it was like wrestling wasn't that cool in high school. Right. I don't right. know what it is now. I have a I have a couple kids. I have a kid in high school and he uh-huh. he talks he tells his friends about the things that I do sometimes. I don't know if they think that's cool or not. I haven't asked any of them. Maybe I should. But that's I think that's part of it. It's like wrestling is kind of lame, isn't it? It's a little But no, it's 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 awesome. Wrestling is the oh, yes. best thing. Yes. It's got I wish something wish I wish I would have leaned into it back in the day more than I, I, had. I do too.
0: <laughs> i do too it's got something for everybody and you know oh, uh, yeah. on the kicking out on the kicking out podcast we we focus on AEW. that's the, our favorite promotion that's the one we talk about the most but we talk about other pro- promotions time yeah. the time too and we always preach watch your wrestling yeah whether i mean so. you know there there's no specific promotion everybody's got to watch or no match that's for everybody just if i
1: could soapbox for a second if you don't Absolutely. like if you don't like something. Just change the channel. That it doesn't mean that, right? Listen, I don't understand why we're trying as a, as a, as an IWC to try to break oh. down one pro- more wrestling on TV every day. is better for everyone. Exactly. Just, there are certain wrestling. There's certain wrestlers. I don't like, I don't watch them or exactly. promote. I just turn the channel. I don't go. Oh my God. I can't believe you like I, cause wrestling is subjective. Everybody's right. Everybody's yes. wrong. If you like, If you like CM Punk, then you're right. If you don't like CM Punk, you're also right. It's okay. (laughs) Yes, it's okay to have differing opinions. But you know, on
0: social media and X, I guess we'll call it now instead of Twitter, especially, you have so many people fighting. And and that's that's another reason why I wanted to have you on. I want, as a pro wrestling podcast i want to have other podcasts on and just yeah. spread some positivity uh the pro wrestling world because i feel like the acidity oh, yeah. is just a little too extreme at times that, on the that's iwc the,
1: that's what we try to do over on love wrestling that's yeah. one of the main manifests it's like just yeah. to be positive and you could not like something but like let's try to at least find some good things and have yes. some fun with it it's wrestling yes. after all yes
0: yes, yes. <laughs> it's yes. just pro yes.
1: wrestling yes well uh who are
0: uh, i know you're CM punk guy it sounds like yes besides punk who are some of your favorites from back in the day and some of your favorites in present day oh
1: back in the day so if we go way back machine i was a big nwo guy i just thought that that was so cool and i get flack for it but for some reason i have vivid memories of just thinking buff bagwell was just so much fun Is stuff i yeah, see, great- see my all time favorite no but i have to give <laughs> him his kudos for keeping like 12 year old me like entertained but i i kind of gravitated towards like mankind was okay. my guy Mick Foley because he's a guy that kind of like his book sitting behind me somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, just the guy that kind of looked like me, wasn't your prototypical wrestler, and just like anything you gave him to do, he like went above and beyond and knocked it out of the park. So I was always a huge Mick Foley guy, um, growing up. And then, like I said, CM Punk, of course, remade m- me fall back in love with the sport and like realize like this could be. This could be something where I'm sitting here talking to you. Who knows? You know yeah. what I mean? Um, right. But yeah. Uh, Heath Slater, my guy behind me. Love me some Heath Slater. I love guys that like guys or gals, I should say, because I'm a huge fan of all the wrestling. Like sure. that, play their role, that do their role and play it. Like Heath Slater. Sure, he doesn't win major championships, but every time he's out there, he's entertaining. He's doing the job that he was given, and he's giving 100% of it. I fall. I fall. St- Gravitate, I fall. I gravitate towards those type of wrestlers. To be honest with you,
0: sure. That's that's a good way to way to way to do it. Because at the end of the day, that's their job to entertain us.
1: Yeah, and for us yeah. to be
0: entertained. So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah,
1: oh, love it.
0: Um, how about favorite matches of all time? I know this, all- this is a tough one because there's probably so yeah, many. There,
1: there's right? so many. Yeah. Uh, but I always whenever whenever I've asked this question, I always default to Punk Cena Money in the Bank oh, Chicago. That's, that's a great one. Just all the lead up to it, all the build. I I was, a, I was one of those anti-John Cena guys, but it's one of those <laughs> things where it's like you love to hate the guy. He's a good wrestler. Sure. If I ever talk about how I didn't like a wrestler nine times out of ten, it's just because I'm talking in character, not the person themselves.
0: Right, right.
1: But yeah, so Punk Cena, Money in the Bank, he's leaving with the belt. Vince comes out, he tries to stop it, he can't stop it. Punk walks that title up, just leaves. And again, at this point in my fandom, I know it's scripted. I understand that it's not real, but I'm not in the dirt sheets. I'm not online watching like, you know Meltzer and stuff, and I'm just still enjoying the product as the product happens, and I'm like, "That's mm. so cool! Like, did he mm. really just? Did they let him leave with the belt? Because why wouldn't they? Right? right? Turns out they signed him. He came back like two weeks later. They kind of dropped the ball on that one, but hey, <laughs> yeah.
0: But it was still a great moment. I mean, blowing the kiss at Vince, getting getting up there through 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 the aisle. Yeah, yes. that was yeah one of those moments that will stand the test of time for sure. <laughs> And a guy that has many moments that are going to
1: stand through the test of time, even just the last yeah.
0: couple of years, uh, probably. Yeah, the
1: guy I, I was talking about it the other day. I get it just imp- it's absolutely impressive that he's been able to stay as relevant as he has, considering he's not your prototypical wrestling type. In when he would when he was around, he wasn't you know six eight two sixty, completely ripped. He was different and he's somehow managed to just stay on everybody's radar for this long. Like kudos to him. Like oh yeah. Say what you he- want about him, but they're chanting his name. Every big return, I fell victim to thinking it was gonna be CM Punk. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I always joke that I reset the counter if it was like if he wouldn't have shown up <laughs> at Sur- Survivor Series. Well, let me reset the counter. Yep. I fell forward again. Yep,
0: so. yep. He uh he knows how to get talked about. He knows how to stir the pot. He's he's a genius in that sort of thing. I know. If I had an ounce control. of what he's
1: got, man. Oof, oh knows my gosh, where, where I'd be. Oh
0: my gosh. Oh my gosh. But um, like I said, kicking out podcast. We we do uh, Specify in, in AW where, our, in more particular we we do live dynamite reviews. Um, on weekly dynamite reviews. So what are, what are your thoughts on AEW when it was launched back in 2019, which is hard to believe it's been that long already. Uh, what, what were your initial yeah. thoughts and, and what do you think of the product now
1: four or so years later? My initial thoughts, if I'm being honest with you, I was no pun intended. I was all in on it. I was all in on like, here's a new wrestling promotion. Here's something. This is early on in my podcasting slash running wrestling page. Th- days, mm-hmm. And so like I just started to like I was WWE heavy started to kind of branch out a little bit more a little bit more a little bit more and I ran into like you know Omega the Young Bucks the Cody stuff and it's like and I liked it I did I I said oh my gosh like why not another promotion that's going to compete with WWE or at least give you like they claim the alternative right. Do I? And I liked all the things that they said. I liked the, you know, I liked the records. I liked the power rankings for a long time. I thought that was a good idea. I did think it was a huge misstep on their part to say we're going to be sports based because it's really hard to be strictly oh, sports based in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And that seems to be the thing that everybody complains about. Going like, oh, I thought you guys were going to be a sports based alternative. It's pro wrestling. Like they, right. they, they made one slip up when they had that press conference. And, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I was all for it. I'm we're big AEW fans on over at Love Wrestling, over at Between Two Beards, JPJ, my a wonderful co-host. Um, we talk about it as much as we can. I, I do think that they they've had some stops, they've had some starts. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, they're still young i know that it's crazy and i don't want to sound like a complete you know aew apologist and say they've never screwed up and they're the best thing ever they've made mistakes but they are only 5 years into this 4 or 5 years into this yeah. thing so you know there's some growing pains and people forget I,
0: that i feel i feel like
1: And, you know, again, Tony Khan has shot himself in the foot with some of the things that he said or done. So it's not all on him, but you learn from this and you grow from it. And I think right now we're in a really good, interesting place where they have an opportunity to kind of regain some of that footing they lost when CM Punk left. Yep. But yeah, I I love it, man. I am I am pro more wrestling on TV. Like if another company wants to start up tomorrow, I'm going to give you a shot. I'm going to watch you. I'm going to give you a legitimate chance. And if I don't find it to be entertaining, then I might, because there's only so many hours in the day. Oh, right. <laughs> there's right. only so much time. So I can't, unfortunately can't watch wrestling 24 hours a day, but yeah. I'll give you a shot, and I'll fit you in if I, uh, if I deem it worthy enough, I guess. I don't want to sound like some elitist, but, you know.
0: <laughs> no, I'm right. I think that's a great way to look at it. I mean, yeah, we, you know, there was that one time, at least on, on major television, where we had one option. Now we mm-hmm. have a lot of options, and yeah. maybe not so much on major television, but with the world of streaming now.
1: This is what I, if- yeah, I call this the golden era of professional wrestling. I know other people say the 80s are the golden era. I say no, because if I want anything, Anything from any point in wrestling history, all I got to do is push a button and it's right there. And I can, that's why I always I don't understand people that just dump on AEW or WWE and say either. it's crap. Like, you don't have to watch it. It's not, we're yep. not forcing you. It's not the only option in town. Like I said, there's plenty of amazing independents out there. There's plenty of, uh you know, major. I mean, every night of the week, you name it, you got Raw, you got SmackDown, you got GCWs running, you got Impact, yep. you got AEW. Every night, you got something. Yep
0: got new japan uh, new japan yeah.
1: yeah they're new japan as well nwa if that's your cup of tea <laughs> yeah 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 yeah
0: so it's the more, the more even they
1: even they got some really good stuff going on there it's just yes, unfortunate that all of the other stuff outweighs the really good stuff that they've got that's all I'll yeah say. Yeah, no that's
0: that's that's a nice way to put it. Yeah, I've I've been a little harsh on our podcast about the NWA and some of the decisions they've had lately, but, but they've done some good stuff. There's some
1: too. really awesome people they doing some really cool work, but yep, unfortunately, yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah
0: in independent wise i mean there's more and i know we we, we talked about the start of the start of the show there's mm-hmm. more independent wrestling out there now than ever and mm-hmm. and there's a lot of good promotions i know one of them's in there one of them that i enjoy to follow a little bit is right in your backyard warrior wrestling
1: yeah warrior i think yeah, if you see there's some posters back there yeah right, see where, yeah, yeah warrior's fun um I try to go whenever they're in town. That's another mm-hmm. independent wrestling uh, promotion that just always puts on a good time and is there yeah. for the fans, and it's always fun. So when they're in my city, I try to make it out. I haven't ventured out to a Warrior Wrestling show that isn't in my hometown yet, right. Right. but that's on the bucket list. But yeah, like yeah. Warrior does a great job. GCW, Defy. Black Label Pro, Wrestling Revolver, LPW, my home promotion. Yep. And honestly, I'm not just saying that because I work for Love Wrestling. That wrestling promotion does a fantastic job every last Friday of the month. It's one of the best produce, productions I've seen on the independent scene, and all the people rule there. So I'm going to put them over.
0: <laughs> oh, as you should. As you should. I mean, it's- So, yeah,
1: anything you want. You name it. It's out there in the wrestling world for you to have if you like yep. wrestling. So, Yep, 100%. Wonderful.
0: Great time to be a pro wrestling fan, as, as I say, quite often. So, um, All right, well, let's talk about CM Punk a little bit. Uh, he right. he shocked everybody a little bit, or maybe not everybody, but most of the wrestling world by uh, making his triumphant return to the WWE for the first time since 2014 at Survivor Series in his hometown, Chicago All-State Arena. Um, it was a moment, I got to be honest, I, I didn't think we'd ever see it again. I really didn't. No. I thought there was too many hatches. To be buried, but in the back of my mind, I'm like Tanner. You, you you know better than to think that because never say never in the in the nope. world wrestling. And let's see what other uh, relationships have been patched up. Bruno and said,
1: money money no. talks.
0: Oh, and money talks. Bruno the Warrior, <laughs> Bruno Warren. Heart, yeah. uh, Eric, Eric Bischoff. If any of those guys can <laughs> right. show up WWE again, or or like when Bischoff did.
1: I mean, even Paul Heyman, to an extent, he was burying that company in the ECW days, and he's the focal point of the bloodline Uh, right now.
0: You know, and it's one of those things, I think if Vince McMahon was still in the fold more than he is, maybe it doesn't happen. But that Triple H, Paul Levesque, Connor, whatever you want to call him, uh, since he is, he kind of orchestrates a lot of these the communication that makes these returns and then patching up of relationships happen. So I think, I think it was kind of, he, he, he hit on it in the survivor series post media scrum. I think it was just catching lightning in the bottle.
1: Yeah. I I think the timing worked out perfectly. I am cool. Kicking myself for not going to either CM Punk return at uh, United center or nope. cause Chicago is not that far away, but
0: Nope. nope.
1: The damn holiday weekend. I had to, you know, I was like, uh, and I work retail for the shoot job, and I was like, Black Friday weekend. It's just not going to work just, out.
0: Just, yeah,
1: they're not going to work out the best for me. But yeah, he's back. Um, I, I would like to think I was surprised. I did. I sat there and I was watching Survivor Series, and right when they panned out to the. The, the cage, I thought, okay, they're ending it A little early there was copyright, a, Yeah, yeah, real copyright, it is a few Minutes early, but I thought, um, eh, you know It happens, maybe they ran short, and then like His music hits, and I, and my Initial reaction was just like Son of a bitch, they did it <laughs> They, they, <laughs> they, they, they did friend. it <laughs> Like, I just was more of like I wasn't like over the top about it I was just like, oh my god, he's here He comes out, and he just, he doesn't have To say anything, we had talked about that Me and my co-host for like Uh, you know, months leading up to it, you know, whenever some news broke about it, like he didn't have to come out. He didn't have to say anything at that moment. I know there were some people that were like, oh, is he the fifth member? Like that wouldn't have made much sense. So the way that they played it with Randy, I think worked out really well, threw you off the set and that's good. He's back. He cut that promo on Monday that I know a lot of people didn't like. I didn't think it was his best work, but I also thought, what else is the guy going to say? He He's not going to show up day one and eviscerate AEW and get to a pissing match with his former employer because that's then that would kind of, I think, take away from him just being there. Being in that is the moment, right? Being in WWE for the first time since 2014 is the moment, is the vibe. And I think he was fine. Well, I'm interested to see how he plays it. Of course, at the end there, he threw that. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. So he's still CM Punking it up a little bit. But I'm super intrigued onto what they do with him going forward. I'm assuming he's signed a multi-year deal. He's going to be on TV. I don't know if he's going to be on Raw or SmackDown, but we'll see.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean... Like you said, he is the arguably the most popular figure in professional wrestling because he's always talked about. He moves merch, unlike many others can.
1: Yeah, they had that shirt design up real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Real fast, I jumped on Twitter and I was like, "Oh, they're already promoting Uh, the shirt." But he's a polarizing figure. I mean, it is what it is. Like you said, you love him or hate him, you're going to tune in to see what he does. Mm -hmm. And I will say, I will proceed with caution in terms of I don't want to get my hopes up, but I hope that this works out for him. I hope that it's I, I enjoy selfishly him on my television screen as a wrestling personality. I enjoy what he does. I can't help myself. I get hooked when he when he does his thing. That's my guy. So but we'll see. We're gonna I'm gonna hope that this doesn't turn into a big deal like it did in AEW and become a cause that got kind of tired. I will say oh, covering it
0: did. It did.
1: covering it where it's like, oh my god, it's all in. It's the biggest biggest show in the company history. And you're getting to a pissing contest yeah. in the back. Like, do we have to do this? Did yep. you guys have to overshadow this? So hopefully all is well. That's yep. all I can hope for.
0: That's a great way to put it. Yeah, I hope. I mean, even as a guy who's a bigger AEW fan than I am, WWE, I hope it goes well for him and everybody involved. Because, yeah. and I wish it would have worked out in AEW, but but it yeah,
1: I, I mean, I did too. I thought they were telling some good stories. I thought he came mm-hmm. in with a good mindset. Um mm-hmm. But. You know, he's, he does. He's got a track record of not being happy anywhere he's gone so yep. far. So let's hope that maybe he wait, he's waking up. He said all the right things on Monday night. So let's just, I'm good. Again, uh, benefit of the doubt. We'll proceed with caution. I'm excited. He's back.
0: <laughs> yep yep and, and, and i thought you mentioned a good thing there you know it kind of getting tiring of the this constant backstage stuff in aw and that's how we were getting too because we're like every time they're putting on good matches or good shows we're not talking about that coming out of a pay-per-view we're talking about some stupid backstage drama and let's be honest we shouldn't even really know about because yeah. wrestlers it's just too bad wrestlers don't keep their mouths shut when that stuff happens like they used to but yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not blaming it on the Meltzers or or even Sean Ross. sex those those guys all do a great job. I mean, I think Fightful is yeah. the best five dollars you can spend every month. We'll plug them mm-hmm. Fightful. But uh, so I'm not blaming them at all. They got a job to do. But it's I just wish the wrestlers could keep the problems in house a little bit. Don't
1: little get little me little. wrong. Don't get me wrong. As somebody that covers wrestling for, I, I don't want to say a living for a hobby because I don't make yeah. any money at this. Yes. But I'm for, right there for with my you. for my hobby. Um more backstage juice is good i just was super bummed like all the brawl out happens and like t- tell me something that happened on that card you, right. you forgot you forgot right. because like well, it, overshadow- but it was a but it was a good show it was overshadows M- mjf's big return that yeah night, overshadowed quickly, I mean- MJ- mjf was back and then just the all-in stuff like that should have been a huge moment and we're talking yep. about you know real glass versus fake glass and punks fighting jack Perry would almost didn't come out for the match would have ruined like samoa joe's big moment and whether he's right or aew was right or whatever it just was like guys like at some point like let's talk about the wrestling and it just was like so i was a little heated and i said i did i did at one point think for aew's sake i didn't think it was worth it i didn't know if because he also let's be honest he was hurt for most of that run unfortunately Unfortunately. so it Mm -hmm. was kind of like you stopped and you started a bunch of stuff and then he came back you put the belt on him you got injured you take the belt off of him you give him a show it's just so i think i think that AEW, believe it or not is better off with him not there i know that the ratings and the star power and everything takes a hurt but i think you can build that back up i really do
0: yeah and that's one thing i did a podcast um just last week talking about his return and what it could mean for a w how they should, re- should respond and i said and i'm glad they followed up wednesday responding kind of how i wanted them to i said don't put focus on it just focus on your talent yeah focus on telling better stories putting on better matches get back to your groundwork of 2019 and start building that trust again when so he, uh,
1: yeah when he left the first time that post Dynamite was fantastic. Mm-hmm. You had Mox come out, rally the troops. Mm-hmm. They put on these banger matches. They they highlighted young talent that everybody has been wanting to see on TV. And it was like they started building something. And I was really positive about it. Then they brought him back. And it fumbled again for whatever reason, and they have to start again. So yeah, they've got to start over again. I like the way they started. Yep. So just keep yep. keep that mindset, build the people you got, and keep rolling with that. Don't even mention it. Don't even. I would. I know that Tony Khan doesn't have a like a mandate for what you can and can't say, but if I'm Tony Khan, I'm saying, guys, let's not even take shots at him. Yep. Just leave it alone and let's focus on what we can do as a company. Like, And this is coming from a kid that loved the Monday Night Wars, right? Like, I know. Love the pot shots. But I think in this particular instance, just let it go. Yep. You tried it. You had to try it. I said everybody would assign CM Punk in that moment. You have to give it a shot. If you get an opportunity to get him, it didn't work. Let's not dwell on it. Let's just build. Yep. So. Both sides move on and hope for the best for both sides. And- <laughs> let's hope.
0: And let's just let's keep it rolling, keep it rolling. But one thing I did want to bring up about AEW because I think this is something that if anybody who has an interest in AEW, I think we can all agree. If not, in my opinion, we should all agree is the short, the, not the shortage, but the misusage of the women's division. <laughs> I'm just being honest because I uh, ran about yeah, it every single gonna, week. I am a broken record at this, yeah. at this point
1: but, oh, but I, I it's will say getting I did better. They did better last night on collision. I will say that. It's, well, it's getting better, but this has been a, this has been an argument or a debate for years since they yep. started. And, I just posted that Britt Baker, I know it was in kayfabe, her stat about no promo work in 2023, and I had a bunch of people like, well, what do you want them to do? Just book them better. Like, there's just no reason that Britt Baker's not doing something right now. There's no reason that you have one like promo segment match done all in 15 minutes. Spread it out. Give these women more to do on your flagship program, on Dynamite specifically. They're doing good stuff on Rampage Collision, but Dynamite is the program And it's just, it feels very like plug and play with their champions. Like, oh, well, your turn. We'll heat you up for a week, put you in, take you out, put you in, take you out. And there's good talent there. And I know that was always the argument. There's not good. They're they're not TV ready. Well, the only way to get TV ready is to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. I would think. I don't know. Right. I'm just, I'm just Plugo. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But they, Um, uh. But yeah, it's a stop and a start, and there's so much good talent there, and I think they're getting better. They have been showing some gradual improvement over the last like month or so in terms of how they've been booking things. The Athena, I, I really feel bad that Athena and the Billy Starks thing is on ROH because that's one of the best things going that Tony Khan's ever done in terms of the women's division. So. Yep. Hopefully, they figured out. I don't have the right answer. I don't know if I'm the person that has the right answer. I just know optically what I see on Wednesday nights, especially, is like it's 9 30. Here's Here the promo. Goes. Here's the match. We're done. Yep. I mean, you can name, I think, Britt Baker, Britt Baker, and Thunder Rosa, and then Hikaru Shida, and Soraya, or was it Tony Storm? that was the two main events that Dynamite's had that were women maybe they've had 3 I mean yeah. come on come on
0: yeah yeah it's uh I mean they got so much depth in and, and, and so much I mean that roster is yeah. deep but it's just um like i said they they got too much depth and talent to have one women's match yeah. per show i mean you got enough time
1: And and not even that, they don't, they have, it's like one women's storyline going on Dynamite. Like, why can't we have something going on? Why can't Mm -hmm. you interject some of these promos, spread it out, make it feel like there's women throughout the show opposed to just like we, like I said, 930, that's been the joke and it's sad, but. I mean, Tony Storm's doing f- fantastic work as t- yeah. timeless Tony Storm. Karoshi is always a great failsafe if you need a champion, like you said. But like Thunder Rosa, when she gets back, like Britt Baker's sitting there. And now everybody claims that she's part of this Devil storyline, so that's why she's not doing anything. But I just find it hard pressed that you can't find something for Britt Baker to do. In the interim, or just even like have her doing something, so it's not like we're hoping she's part of this devil storyline and she turns out not to be. How disappointing would that be,
0: right? Right? Because
1: everybody that's a pro, there's plenty of women's time, are saying, Well, Britt Baker's part of the MJF Adam Cole storyline. If she's not part of it, then what are you doing?
0: Exactly, exactly. And and I and I have enjoyed that storyline, I think it's one of the better things AEW's done in a while. Um, if 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 you were to predict. Who do you think um, <laughs> oh, the man. devil is, or who do you think some of the henchmen are? That I, I
1: don't know, but that devil looked pretty big the other day. Yeah, Wardlow esque big. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think <laughs> so, and his hair was his can his hair right this, after that segment was kind of kind of messy though.
1: I picked Marco Stunt to be the devil, but <laughs> I picked Marco Stunt for every big return. Now, <laughs> I love me some Marco Stunt, but. I don't know. I would say it's probably Wardlow. I don't know who you would put with Wardlow. If, based on, because they said, like, the people that are in the suits are the people that are the henchmen. I don't know. I'm not yeah. great at that. I'm not great at predicting, like, who it's going to be. And, like, because we've seen some, like, I don't want to say it in a negative sense, but some, like, off-the-wall kind of groups show up. Like, you remember that, like, Big Bill Lee Moriarty D, like they had that group with mjf yeah. when he came back like that was kind of out there believe it or not like bullet club uh, bullet club gold was kind of like oh the ass boys are in this now like it was kind of but it works for them so i'll be i'm gonna just play it out see who's to who, see who's out of the mask i'm hoping that it all works out and it makes sense but i love that mjf is like everybody is coming for him and unfortunately i heard he's hurt right now he's got yeah. the labrum so yeah. hopefully he can make it through it looks like he'll I would assume if he can he's probably dropping that belt. I would imagine to Samoa Joe now. I would assume too. Yeah. But I mean, he's been killing it. So, but yeah, yeah like we'll see how it goes. I just love that. Everybody's going for that belt. That's how it should be. Oh yes. <laughs> that's hundred percent. That's, that's the, that's the grand prize. Right. So I mean. yeah. And not to, not to like tribalism or anything, but in WWE, sometimes it feels like not everybody's <laughs> going after Roman Reigns. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. It just feels like, well, it's your turn. Like I love, I love that they figured it out in AEW, where it's like, all right, he's got seven guys that could possibly take this thing, and that's oh, yeah. awesome.
0: So. Yep, and and more coming in, I think, because uh, Will Ospreay, who's he's one of my favorites. Yeah, stars. I think he is unbelievable in the ring. Um, I mean, he's already stated he. he when he comes in, he's going for the
1: title. He so. should. Will Osprey? That's how you got. That's how you have the money left over to sign CM Punk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. You didn't throw the bag at Osprey. That's going to be good too. Uh, I yep. saw people complaining about that too, <laughs> and I was like, "How are you complaining about one of the best wrestlers in the world? Yeah. Maybe, maybe the best wrestler yeah. in the world." Yeah. You want to talk about favorite matches I've ever seen But back in there? That just reminds me. I went to Warrior. Him and Blake Christian tore it up for like oh 45 gosh. minutes. Insane. Yeah. One of the best matches I've ever seen in person in my entire life.
0: Yeah, he. Uh, so
1: he's going to be a huge deal for AEW once he yeah, gets Yeah and I,
0: and I think we'll see him take his character level to the next level in AEW. I mean, he's always going to be great in the ring, but I think as far as developing his character, I think that yeah. be the time
1: to... Because in New New Japan, it's not really super character based. So we'll Mm -hmm. see what he pulls off over here. And again, that was a huge deal that we kind of gloss over as a wrestling community because he's been in AEW before. But WWE was heavily interested in him. And Tony Mm -hmm. Khan's like, nope, I'm going to sign you before you're out of your New Japan contract. I'm going to work out a deal and throw even more money at you to get you. That's how big of a deal it was. So like, oh yeah, I love it. I'm I'm all for that.
0: Oh yeah. And I think, and I think, I know we were talking about, you know, earlier how 2022 was a crazy year with drama and and pro wrestling world. 2023 is like, hold my beer with everything that's happened. 2024, (laughs) maybe we won't get as much drama, but I think we're going to start feeling the effects of the Monday night war era as far as talents jumping back and forth. I don't think we're going to see more talents next year, jump back and forth than we have to date.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I think that that's a good thing. I think that's good for business. It's good for competition. Okay. It's cool to see who's leaving, who's showing up like, you know, Ed showing up, Adam Copeland showing up in AW crazy, right? Like CM mm-hmm. Punk shows up in WWE. That's crazy, right? Like, it's just, it's cool. I'm all for it. I want more of it. And then, yeah, there's a lot of contracts up. to Well, the thing was WWE was always like, well, we're not, we're not, we don't, we don't pay attention to what they're doing over there. You'd be crazy if you're the WWE to not have an eye on a Ricky Starks oh, yeah. or Britt Baker or, Or MJF Wardlow Like you would be crazy to not at least have Somebody watching the product going Hey if these people's contracts come up man, We could really do something with them Look what they did I know that they kind of Stalled it out look what they did with Jade Cardgill Who like they Mm -hmm. made her feel like an absolute Star when they signed her Mm-hmm. They haven't figured out what to do with her yet. I'm still waiting that out. I'm a huge Jade Cargill fan, so oh, I she's think money. they'll figure it out. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you'd be crazy to not go, hey, Ricky, when's that contract up? Come on over here. You'd be a killer on NXT right now. You know what I mean? I just, yep. I'm psyched for it. I can't wait to see what 2024 brings. There'll be drama. Don't worry. There's always drama. Oh,
0: well, you're right. You're right. There <laughs> will be. But-
1: <laughs> listen, listen, as much as I'm hopeful that it works out, when that, those two main event WrestleMania spots don't go to CM Punk, you don't think there's going to be some murmurs out of that locker room that he's not happy? Maybe
0: I'm just very hopeful that night one's <laughs> going to be him and Seth and we don't have to worry about that. But Right, right. like that's <laughs> Because cause I'm, I'm telling you, if night two is not this guy over my uh, left shoulder here, that's Cody Rhodes. If you can't Cody see That's Cody. Oh. Not, I'm a big Cody fan. If, if he doesn't get night two uh, to finish his story, and then I'm going to create some drama myself on the IWC. So.
1: Listen, not to put more work on your plate, but if you need another guest, you should hit up my co host, JPJ. It is my goal. It's been my goal every week for a year to get on him about, like, hey, when's Cody going to finish that story, bro? He gets <laughs> livid. He goes off on it because he's was so mad about it. I was mad about it when they didn't oh, I finish was the mad. Cody story to so the point where it's like, we're doing this again. They better. What if they don't finish it again? I know. I <laughs> it, I was just thinking about this. I think it was yesterday.
0: Maybe day before I'm thinking, you know, they've got to pull the trigger at 40, right? On Cody, they got him. But right. then I'm like, but we all thought that last year.
1: They're like, it's, it was almost obvious that they were going to do it. And then yeah. they didn't do it. So I'm like, they couldn't do it again. It. I couldn't believe it. It It was crazy. Night one of WrestleMania was fantastic. Night two was like, Oh man, what happened? It was like night and day. And then they don't pull the trigger with Cody Rhodes. And like, I was just sitting there just like, what just happened? So what are we going to do now? Like, when is the next move? How are we going to play this? And then of course, and then see, that's been like my biggest issue with it is like, well, you know, I thought they should have pulled the trigger with Sammy. They had Cody yes. in the fold. So Cody's the guy. Everybody told me when I was like, Sammy's the guy. He's hot right now. You pull that trigger. What a moment. Everybody's like, well, we got Cody. We got Cody. We got mm-hmm. Cody. So let it play out. Then we get yep. there. And then it wasn't Cody. Okay. So then you burnt Sammy. You burnt Cody two of your best baby faces you've had in some time. It's just unfortunate that they all both happened right around the same time. And then you had the rock a couple months ago on college game day hinting it coming to be at 40. So how do you not do rock and Roman if you potentially have rock and Roman? So now that's going to kind of be like, well, we got Cody though. We got Cody though. But then what if we get the rock and Roman? You're not going to not do rock and roll. It's just like, oh my God, they should have pulled the trigger right there. It was perfect. WrestleMania 39. He comes in. He finishes his story. He left the company. He did his thing. He came back. He's the top baby face we've seen in quite some time. And they just went, nope. Yep. <laughs> oh, yep. man. So, so disappointing.
0: Yep. I, and right now,
1: right. now you got little kids asking Cody when he's finishing the story. <laughs> I saw some like little like TikToks and some kids like, with the sign, what are you going to finish the story? It's like, Jesus. <laughs> well, I saw an interesting theory the other day,
0: and I hadn't even thought about it. I'm like, this could be the ultimate heartbreaker. Somebody said, what if Cody wins at 40? And he's sitting there, you know, celebrating. Finally did what his dad couldn't do. Priest music hits. He comes out, catches in, takes the title right off Cody.
1: <laughs> Just like
0: they took the title right off Dusty.
1: Like, I'm I'm, I'm kind of here for that. That's chaos. That's some that chaos that I'd be like, oh man. I mean, roller coaster of emotions. I wouldn't even like, be mad at him. I'd be like, well done. But I uh, be
0: storytelling. So
1: well, he, yeah, and I we'll see how it goes. I don't know if Cody's better as a chase because we've never seen him in this yeah, role. So I don't know if he's better as the chase yep. or if he's better as the champion. They're, they haven't given us an opportunity to see him as the champion, and right now his story is kind of been a little all over the place, so we'll see if they reel it back in. He's he's uh, with Shinsuke now, which will be fun. Yeah, to, leading up to Royal Rumble, he announced the Royal Rumble. My thing is, is it too much? I know that you like talking AEW, but this WWE. But is it too much of a like slam dunk to have him win the Rumble twice back to back and challenge Roman back? Like, it just feels like all right. We're gonna do the exact same thing. Only this time, we're gonna get it right. I think. I think if you
0: have him do it, you have to have him enter one and you go the so? oh, way. Okay. I think that's the, in my opinion the only way you can do it.
1: Okay. All right, I see, because now you might have, uh, you might have seen Punk in that Rumble. There's two belts to go after this year Mm -hmm. opposed to the one. So maybe you could have somebody win the Royal Rumble and challenge Seth and then have Cody somehow figure out a way. There's just a lot of legwork to get there if he doesn't win the Royal Rumble because they're not on the same show.
0: Yep. And I feel like there's been leg work since they didn't pull the trigger last year. Yeah.
1: Well, no. And of course now, granted, selfishly, one of the best moments of my, my, my wrestling media career was I got Cody Rhodes to yell yeet at Fastlane, but I don't need, I didn't need Jay and Cody together, but it worked out for me. Fantastic work by you, by the way. I didn't know that was you, but fantastic (laughs) work. That was me. Uh, So that's why I said, like, I didn't need it. I wasn't a big fan of them being together. I didn't understand it. But then I'm sitting there at that press conference and I got to ask my question early on. And then they didn't call on me because I was kind of in the front. It's my first press conference, and I'm in the front row, and you kind of raise your hand to, like, get the mic, and then somebody brings it to you. But, like, I didn't want to be, like, obnoxious because I'm literally, like, five feet from Cody Rhodes. Like, we could have probably reached out and high-fived if we wanted to. But I'm sitting there, and the guy next to me asks, like, a really hard-hitting question, and I was like, the last question of the press conference has to be something fun. So I was trying to, like, like, get the mic to ask, and I just said, I said, fuck it. If I could say that, fuck it. Oh, yes. uh, I am not. I may never do this again. And I'm like, Cody, you got to eat. And that's when you see him like stop. And he's like, I said, you got to eat. Jay's been eating. It's your turn. You got to say eat. And he like stops it and he yells eat. And I was just like, thank that That was me. The WWE universe. You're welcome. Now it's a shirt. Now it's a shirt. Now, uh, now he's getting chanted to yell, eat it. At live events, so I'm uh, I'm Pretty proud of myself for being co- The first Cody Rhodes geek on camera But I don't need hi- I didn't need him and Jey Uso together no, I want no, him I- to be I want this story to like Finish or Make sense because he's not You know, he's. we'll see where he goes The Shinsuke thing will be fun Yep Then we'll ramp up the road to WrestleMania. Cody will hopefully win it at forty. Because if he does, there's there's talk that he might not. Because if Roman gets to SummerSlam, he beats Hogan, Mm -hmm. and it's like uh, don't
0: in Roman's Roman's great and all, but I as a wrestling fan, I want my champion to be on TV more. So yeah.
1: You know, that's fair. Well, and that's the problem that they have right now is you've got Roman who's part timing it up with titles. You've got Logan Paul, who's really kind of a part-timer. I mean, he signed and he's going to be there. They just announced a tournament. So that's two of your belts right there that are just aren't on TV on a consistent enough basis. So what do you do? You know what I mean? Like it's tough. It's tough. So we'll see what happens. We'll let it play out as they say.
0: Let it play out.
1: (laughs) So, Well, as we wrap up
0: this uh, interview here, um, uh, explain a little more to everybody about your podcast and even the brand you work with and uh, what you guys offer and where everybody can find you.
1: Oh, explain about the podcast. How do I start? (laughs) Well, I work for Love Wrestling, uh, Love Wrestling CA on all social medias. Go check them out. Um, They brought me into the fold a few years ago. I was doing some WrestleMania coverage for them and, NWA power coverage <laughs> That's how I got my start With them yeah. yeah, yeah, they were like, do you want to do it? And I was like, sure And then not too long After that, I had, I was on A Wrestlemania reacts With JPJ, my co-host of Between Two Beards And we hadn't met We've never talked before this And he messages me off to the side And he said, hey man, I really enjoyed your vibe I think we could do something here you want to do something? Are you interested? And I was like, yeah, man, of course. And I like ghosted him for like two weeks. Cause I was like, I had no idea what to do. Cause I like, I like do, I like, I think there were so many good people doing so many good things where it's like review shows and like breakdowns. Like I'm not going to ever break down a five-star match and be like, be able to call it move for move. I'm kind of just like, this is how I feel about what I saw. So I didn't really have an idea and I didn't say anything. And he hits me back up and he goes, Hey, Do you got something you want to do something? Let's do it, man. I'm itching. I'm said, okay, okay, okay. Let me think about this. And I pitched him like between two beards. I was for he has a very long beard. I had a longer beard at the time. I said, would just be two guys talking wrestling between two beards kind of like between two ferns. I'm not gonna not, I'm not not gonna not like say that that's not where that kind of spurned from. And I just told him, I said, I just want to be a podcast that's very free-flowing. I don't want to come in and be like, we have to talk about this. I just want to see where the conversation takes us. I want to see where the fans take us. Like, there'll be times that we'll have guests on. Like, my one of my favorite examples is we had Mr. Warren Hayes of the Mr. Warren Hayes show come I, on. I had him
0: on too. Yep.
1: Warren is the best. He's actually the reason I am named Plugo, but he came on and you know, you got Warren Hayes on and he's got a great wrestling insight. We talked about geese for 45 minutes.
0: Love it. Like,
1: like (laughs) we just went on this every time he comes on. Now we talk about plants. Like we just, and that's what I, that's kind of our vibe over there. Thursday nights, 8 PM. We, we just, it's like, we'll see what happens. We, you know, if we get guests on cool, but if we don't, we'll figure something out. Like we'll talk about, We did like Disney, Disney movie drafts, things like that. And just like, it's just a fun time. of course we're going to talk about wrestling, but we talk about football too. And you never know who's going to pop in. We have a very like open door policy with a lot of our past guests. Like literally it'll be like minutes before the show and somebody be like, Hey, can I pop in? And we're like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Come on by. So you never know who's going to show up. And it's been a lot of fun. We've been at it now for 130 some odd episodes. Crazy to think very cool and i'm truly blessed to work with jpj he's a guy that gets me like not everybody gets you in in content creation and i trust me i've had some people that are like i just don't understand it it doesn't it's not for me but he gets me he lets me do my thing love wrestling spencer has been amazing he's let us do whatever we want really and like He's even been the butt of the jokes and he's the boss and he's very cool and been very dope to the point where like, I don't even know, like if I ever left, like, I don't know if I could ever leave these guys. Like I just love everybody there. Love wrestling is a great place to work. And then of course I've got my other podcast that I just started a few, few months back with Blair Pacheco of grain maker pod, another great guy talking independent wrestling. That was, again, I, Blair got into the fold and me and the boy, me, Spencer, Zach, our other, and JPJ, kind of like the guys that have just been there forever, were sitting there. And Blair came in and we were like, this guy's good. Like, we we want to do more with him. Like, well, w- has anybody got any ideas? And I said, well, Blair loves independent wrestling. I love independent wrestling. We don't have anybody covering like the GCWs, the Black Label Pros that I talked about earlier. Like, nobody's really covering that here. what what do you think Blair and that's another guy that like just we hit the ground running we clicked instantly we're around the same age we have the same similar interests and like we just clicked and he you know he's been any idea I throw at him he's like no that sounds fun man let's give it a shot like as crazy as it sounds like I literally was like hey what do you think about me running our show last night from Black Label Pro if they're down and he was like You think so? And I was like, well, I'm going to shoot my shot. And it worked out really well. We had Shaz and McKenzie stop by and SRS. So just like these crazy little ideas that I come up with. And then finding two co-hosts that like understand like my love for the sport and just like how goofy I could be. I couldn't be more happy. And then, of course, love wrestling. I also can't say enough good things about like we got the brunch gimmick there. The love pro wrestling that we do every month has been top-notch wrestling in Edmonton and they've been nothing but gracious to us as content creators, like having those wrestlers do interviews with them. I've got to interview a lot of cool people, a lot of like, a lot of fun things. So check out love wrestling. They're doing an awesome, awesome thing. And we're only grow. We're only getting bigger, man. So every it's crazy to me, like the things I've gotten to do in this wrestling space that I never thought I was ever going to get to do when I was just some guy literally hiding out tweeting about wrestling like in secret. And then I decided to like come out of it and just, it's been nuts. Just shoot your shot. That's all. No, that's what I tweeted yesterday. If that's if anybody leaves this podcast, they watch this podcast, they shoot it. You never know. Here's the thing. If you don't ask the question, you won't get the answer. You may ask the quote. You may, I'm sure I could tell you how many times I've been left on red, but that one time that you're not like it, you never know. Like you never know like what fun thing, will happen or what Guess like Warren Hayes that we talked about earlier Mm -hmm. when I was just a wee little lad in the game I was just starting out he was I I I was like I I should ask him I should ask him I should ask Mm -hmm. him to be on and I was like he'll say no he'll say no and I asked him and he came on and he did one of my first ever interviews I've ever done and I was I listened back to it every once in a while and it was bad (laughs) (laughs) I was awful but he was gracious enough to give me that shot and give me that time and now he's probably our like most been on the uh between two beards the most he's like one of our regular guests nine times out of ten we hit him up say hey you want to join us he's usually available so he'll come on hang out with us like it's really cool that i was able to like get to a friendship level like almost a mentorship with warren hayes where Mm -hmm. it's like like I just hit him up, like, hey, what do you think of this? And he'll like say, you know, he'll give me advice. So it's crazy. So shoot your shot, fam. You never know. Like I'm, I am a living embodiment of like, what <laughs> that just happened. Well, we're all jo- we're all just fans, right? <laughs> and and just it just. Trying to play this game.
0: So you got to shoot your shot. Well, that's what happens. Yeah,
1: exactly. You shoot the shot. Like, that's the thing. I am a fan. I am a fan of this. I will think, I I swear to God, yesterday at Black Label Pro, I think I thanked everybody that helped me out with that 20 times. And I don't ever want to lose. I know that people say, act like you've been there before, but I've never been there before. So why would I? What what I'm doing that has got me here. So I'm going to keep doing that. And I'm going to be, and I, and I, and I love that it's still fun for me. And it's still after like, I've been doing this now for five years or so, like it's still fun and I still get excited. And Yes. It's a lot of work. And yes, there's some weeks that it's tougher than others. And it's like, ugh, yeah man. But at the end of the day, I get to talk wrestling with people that I love and I get to have fun and do really interesting things and work with great people, like-minded people like, Getting a chance to come on here is huge. Like, thank you so much for yes. like having me come on. I was yep. like, yeah, absolutely, I am in, man. I'm gonna do this. Well, it was kind of the same thing. I was like, you know, I we we've interacted a little bit here and there in
0: social media, mm-hmm. like on, on your Facebook page and stuff. I've, I've interacted, but I'm like, I've never had a. Conversation with them actually, so I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just gonna shoot my shot and see, see if he wants to come on. So,
1: well, we hopefully, talk. hopefully, I did okay, and you'll have oh, me yeah. come back. You were awesome. I, I, I had a good. This was fun, man. Like, I, I love doing these things. I love yeah. just sitting and talking. Shooting the shit for yeah. however long about wrestling and life and whatever, man. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely have you back on again. And before I let you go, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you and all of your content? And you have a great looking display behind you. <laughs> I want you. to know your favorite piece that you got on there.
1: Shout know. out, shout out to Mrs. Plug Out for this. <laughs> so my early podcast, real quick, was just a plain background. This is actually our laundry room. But it's the quietest room in the house because I have four kids. So I well, tried I have doing
0: a dog, I- that's been very noisy that I've been yeah. trying to I can hear
1: them, them running noise. around upstairs, <laughs> but I tried doing some podcasts in like our office bedroom and the w- floors it was still too loud, so I came down here. But yes, my favorite piece, I, I do love my Heath Slater, you got kids poster. Mm-hmm. Um that's probably one of my favorites. Mrs. Pluggo made me a blow-in-the-budget 101 book for, for cool. the entrance. Um, I really don't know. Like, I got a lot of cool stuff. All my warrior posters getting to meet the, those people was awesome. It's just yeah, she was like basically it was a plain wall, and it had a sign that I had crudely wrote that said hi mom on the back. <laughs> and then it said team hook as well for a like long it. time. And what happened was we started to grow as a between two beards podcast and it started to get bigger and bigger. And like the guests started to get more and more. It's like, you got to look a little bit more professional than this buddy. And so Mrs. Plug, it's actually, she had to buy a third shelf because I had filled up the first two so much, with just junk. Oh, that's great. So I got like my EW figures, but yeah, my Heath Slater picture, man, I got kids. I love saying Slater. Heath Slater's my guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> No, I so, like, like Funkos. I like the titles. I like the figures. I got some figures back here in yeah. the corner of my office up here. So. I
1: think if I go like this, there's even, yep, there's more yep. up there. There's there's books of uh, wrestling cards all over the place. Trust me, looks good. Looks good. (laughs) So so yeah, shout out to my wife who's been my biggest supporter. She has seen the vision. She lets me just. She's like, I'm like, I'm going downstairs to record. She's like, okay, have fun, have a good show. So it'd be crazy if I didn't put her over. She'd be mad. I put her over on every other show. Yeah, that's. (laughs) She's become she's become a character of the of the between two beards. That's awesome. People people stick up for her more than me, <laughs> as they should. I mean, should. you know, you should. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I of like all of it. This is just like a cool. I've got like my Swerve Strickland rookie card autographed. I met Swerve, that was really dope. I met Brian Keith, he was cool. Um, I got a, I took a headlock from Takesha, so I got his kind his card signed up there <laughs> as well nice. of her warrior. Um, so yeah, I always like to joke that I took a headlock from Takesha and survived.
0: Survived, yeah. <laughs>
1: But yeah, I get like I said, just lots of fun, little cool stories that I, I just enjoy. My my maybe my run isn't as cool as ever some other people's, but to me, this is more than I ever sought out to do. So I'm just loving it and living it and just enjoying the ride. Well, I think you're doing a good
0: job and keep on uh, just pumping that content out there. Keep having fun with it. That's the Thank name you. of the game. As long as we're having fun with it, that's the main yes. thing in life. And uh, let everybody know where they can find you on All the social. Right.
1: Yeah, you did ask me to do that, and I just kind of went on oh, a rant, okay. so I that's apologize. Right. But you can find me at Plugo underscore on Twitter, because somebody stole at Plugo like 12 years ago and don't oh, use the course, account. Right. But then it's Plugo Loves Wrestling over on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, I'm on Blue Sky and Threads as Plugo. I don't use those as much, but if you, I'm trying to start to incorporate mm-hmm. that a little bit more um you could find the show page between two beards at b2beards on all social media platforms just that's where you'll keep up to date with what we got going on show wise guests we got coming up things we're planning on doing there's a lot going on in the month of december for us so hit up that page my co-host JPJ and i would love that more more people more eyes on that price and then for exposure pod at for exposure pod only on twitter with Blair Pacheco and I. Again, that's where you can stay up to date with when our show is going to be. Sometimes we move it from Saturdays, depending on shoot job, or just, you know, I think like I was at, you know, like next week we're going to do a watch along with one of the independents instead of doing the show live at 10 because it's a big show. So, yeah, that's where you can find them. And then at Love Wrestling CA. On all social media, you can find me there doing interviews. I do interviews for the promotion. I've got a fun couple fun interviews coming up. I don't want to spoil until they happen, but stay tuned to that. I've done some really fun interviews for the Love Pro Wrestling Show on there. So if you want more plug plugo, that's where you can find me. I'm all over the place, and hey, shoot your shot. Hit me up in your DMs if you're watching. Who knows? I'll I'll be glad to come on and talk to you. Yeah,
0: (laughs) you won't regret it. Trust me. me.
1: He says that as we record, but when we leave this thing, he's going to be like, (laughs) (laughs) never again, again, this guy.
0: No, no, all seriousness, this has been great. Thank you for taking time (laughs) to talk with me and uh, looking forward to having you on again in the future. Oh, absolutely.